Hi, I'm Anissa. And I'm Katie. And we're news editors for the Oberlin Review. You're listening to the Week in Review. Every week we cover the biggest campus and community stories. Campus erupted last week after President Carmen Toiliambar announced via email to the campus community stating that the college is formally considering outsourcing its dining and custodial services. So this transition to outsourcing, if it occurs, would mean that up to 108 union workers could potentially lose their jobs, a decision that Ambar says could save the college upwards of $2 million annually. These 108 workers, 56 of them are custodial staff, 52 of them are dining staff, and they together make up nearly 70% of Oberlin's United Automobile Workers Union. If the college ultimately decides to go through with this transition, that would happen over the summer on June 30th, which is the end of Oberlin College's fiscal year. And it's really just part of this this pattern of, of campus communication following last May's release of the One Oberlin Report, which compiled the final recommendations of the Academic and Administrative Program Review, also known as the AAPR. The AAPR was Oberlin's first ever institution-wide program review process. Over the course of a year, a 31-person steering committee composed of various institutional stakeholders, such as professors, um, some students, faculty members, etc., administrators conducted surveys, interviews, focus groups, and more to analyze every single aspect of Oberlin's budget. So, what did they find, Katie? So, the report, which is pretty lengthy, if you go and read it on Oberlin's website, it revealed, among other things, that the college will need to cut $17.3 million from its operating budget by 2025. And if we're looking at compensation, so employee and personnel costs, those currently make up 63% of those total annual operating costs. Oberlin's largest category of expenditures, the cost of employing faculty and staff. Significant cost reductions have already been realized in recent years, but the committee recognized that further reductions will be needed to achieve long-term financial sustainability for the institution. So, Katie, walk me through this. This is um, a video that the college posted to its website about compensation. What are they saying? As the video states, there have been some significant cuts to compensation already, and this would represent the next step. And there's no final decision as far as whether the college will actually outsource its custodial and dining staff, um, but it's definitely possible. And if it happens starting on June 30th, we would expect these 108 workers or, you know, upwards of 108 workers to be either laid off completely or finding employment with the, these new contractors. So in terms of reaction to this announcement, students pretty quickly came up with some collective action. Lots of students gathered with UAW members at 7.30 in the morning last Wednesday in the athletics complex to hear Vice President of Finance and Administration Rebecca Vasquez-Skillings discuss the potential move to outsourcing. The meeting was pretty contentious um, with having both student supporters of the UAW as well as UAW members that had just heard that their jobs were in danger. And Rebecca Vasquez-Skillings discussed what, you know, the, these changes to the contract would possibly me- mean and also included that, you know, subcontracting is, is allowed per the terms of the current contract. And there's um, some precedent for this, like, for example, during commencement, the college will use outside vendors. And the current contract is set to expire on September 30th of this year. So I think we should talk a little bit more about what the student collective action and organizing looked like. Do you want to talk about that? Maybe the protests that happened later on that day? 
Yeah, so general faculty met in King Building around lunchtime and hundreds of students showed up in the in King Building where the GenFac meeting was being held. They held posters and signs that they made the night before. Students held banners. Um, There's one banner that said, One Oberlin for Who, alluding to the AAPR report. A lot of students were red in support of UAW since that's the union color. And it wasn't just students there either. There were a couple UAW workers at King too. You guys mean so much to us. So I thank you guys for, like I said, for being here and for fighting for us. I thank you so much. And you mean so much to us. Student organizers estimated that over 800 students or about 800 students showed up at this particular protest in King. We don't know exactly what those numbers actually are, um, but we can say that, you know, both being in attendance, there were hundreds of students there on all three floors of the building. Other than general faculty, there was a couple of students who were allowed into that meeting. For example, the chair of the Student Labor Action Coalition, Elsa Schenskler. There was a couple of UAW representatives, uh, Eric Viller and Buffy Lukachko, as well as student senators. And so there was some representation other than than GenFAC. So uh, collective action and student organization is continuing, even though we haven't heard any official communication from the college since that initial announcement. That official communication will stay pretty quiet over the next couple of weeks. Um, The union and the college will engage in discussions with each other about possible next steps. Um, But for now, you can expect it to be pretty quiet, at least from the administrative side of these things. So Anissa, I think this will be an interesting story to keep following, I think, just to see, you know, to what extent students will organize around this cause. We've already seen a lot of student support of the union workers, and I'm curious to see, uh, one, how informed students are on the actual specifics of, of this possible decision being made by the college, and I'm interested to see the college's reaction to just student and alumni complete disagreement with, with this announcement. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of change happening at Oberlin right now. And for me, at least, it's really cool to see students who are so invested in creating and maintaining this version of Oberlin that they want to see. This has been The Week in Review. Now back to the weekly.